Well, hello there. So we are back with Nutritious Meets Delicious, and we are going to be talking about how to stock your pantry, right? Pantry and fridge. Fridge. So this is Kay Spears, a nutritionist, and Chef Andrew, and I'm Nutritious. And I'm Delicious. All right, so we've got some good information today, and I'm going to let Chef Andrew kick it off with what are we starting with today? Well, so what we're talking about is when whether it's Lent or whether it's a new year, whether you're starting Case Beer's four-month um, healthy journey, then it's about setting yourself up for success, uh, and that is creating an environment food and beverage-wise with your pantry and your fridge uh, when you want a quick snack or you want uh, quick something that all the options that you have available to yourself are in that realm of things that are deemed healthy. Right. Okay. So not only is it adding, but it's also unfortunately a lot of deleting. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have a, a lot of uh, a lot of our clients that do this, and they they take pictures and tell us about the boxes and bags of everything they either throw out, give away, cookies, um, yeah, potato chips, all that. So. Yeah. So we're going to start with the fridge. And so let's talk about, you know, setting yourself up for success in your fridge and kind of what your fridge should look like. So let's say you go to open your fridge and let's talk about eggs. Eggs, um, pasture-raised, local is definitely the way to go. Raw milk cheeses, when I say raw milk, like raw milk cheddars, uh, Swiss is naturally raw, uh, whether it's cheese cubes. Please try to stay away from processed cheese, American yes. cheese, cheese spreads, cheese blends. We talked about that in our last episode. And the longer the cheese is aged, by the way, the better it is for your gut health. So, you know, the more pungent cheeses like the blue cheese and stuff like that are going to be better for your gut. But you're right. Raw cheeses, um, get rid of the, you know, just processed foods in the refrigerator and meats and salamis and all that, right? Right. So speaking of snack meats, you know, try to stay away from uh, lunch meats, deli meats, cured meats, uh, stick with uh, cut up chicken breast, cut up turkey breast, uncured salami, uncured uh, prosciutto, uncured uh, well, like Italian apple meats. Gate. Right. We talked about Applegate. I like Applegate. It's a clean source of turkey. We always have that in our fridge. It's uncured and it's, um, you know, just tastes good and good quality. And there's good snacks and things like hummus and, and sour cream and, and, and the vehicles that you use for these things, celery sticks, carrot sticks, cucumber sticks. Um, but if, you, if you're really just not into cooking and you're really just not into preparing foods, you can buy all of these things already done that way in your local grocery store. So I implore you that if, if you just have a fridge full of broccoli and carrots and celery, but you have to go through the trouble of trying to cut it up yourself, do yourself a favor, avoid the headache, and just get it already done for you. That's what I would do. Hey, we talked about some some fruits, and some of the things I used to talk about um, in my meal prepping classes were, you know, I used to be that person that would go get, like, this really beautiful-looking cantaloupe, and then it would sit on my countertop, and, and then I wouldn't open, cut it open, and then next thing you know, it's moldy and it's gone bad. So part of shopping is when you get home and you're – take you know undoing your putting your groceries away then cut up that fruit put it in some tupperware um a little i like the glass containers but with the snap plastic lids but cut it up put it away because 
you're going to eat it when you come home and it's hot outside and it's, oh, I've got this fruit already cut up within the refrigerator. But if it's sitting on your countertop, it's probably going to just sit there and rot. And that's happened to me so many times. So Right. So let's talk real quick just about things to get rid of because we all get caught in that trap of, well, I have it. I'm just going to go ahead and finish it. Uh, and then I, cause I hate to throw it away. I don't really have anybody to give it to, but I will tell you that's the biggest sabotage out there because you've got things like ranch dressing, salad dressings that have sugar and corn syrup, jellies, soybean jams, oil. soybean oil. Um, what are some other things that a lot of people are throwing out of their refrigerators, processed cheeses, uh, deli meats, lunch meats. Um, it just, it, things on that level, uh, you, know, you, sh you should have a, a good mustard in your in your fridge, and you should have a good mayonnaise yeah. in your fridge. And, and speaking of cottage cheese and sour cream and avocados and always, fat does not make you fat, hashtag. Right. <laughs> um, and so, so. And we like plant-based fats. That's what we gravitate towards more. So avocado oil, olive oil. We're going to talk about that when we get to the pantry. But, but right now for your fridge, you know, just try to um, get all the junk out of your fridge and, and organize it a little bit. Boil a dozen eggs. We talked about that on our last show. So you have hard boiled eggs that are accessible. So are we ready to move on to the pantry here? Are we? Um... Well, let's go up to the freezer. Okay. I mean, freezer is kind of a quickie. And this is where, um, as a chef and a lot of restaurants I go to, the second I walk into uh, a new kitchen, I head straight for the freezer because that's the freezer is kind of the trap. It's where the, all the bags of unidentified pieces of things from this holiday and that holiday are way in the back of the freezer. So do yourself a favor, take it all out. And if it's usable, use it. If it's not, then let's get rid of it. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing really, freezer should be a holding pattern, maybe for your frozen berries for your morning uh, shake. Maybe if you have a Greek yogurt that can go in the fridge or the freezer as a snack. Well, what I like is that, um, you know, kind of growing up as my stepmom used to make, do frozen grapes and frozen bananas, which I thought was Yum. so cool. Even frozen watermelon. Yeah. So you come home and you're hot and you've been outside playing or riding bikes like we all should be doing. And then you just grab those frozen grapes and my mouth is watering thinking about it. It's like a frozen grape popsicle. So it's fruit. And it's healthy and you can do stuff like that. Peel the banana, cut it up. And, you know, having some snacks like that for your kids rather than going from popsicles and ice cream and other high sugary snacks. This is a nice natural snack that you can have accessible. Right. Sorry. Two more things. So we're talking about down in the fridge. When in doubt about whether to keep it or throw it out, read the label. Yeah. Anywhere in there you see maltodextrin, sugar, mm -hmm. corn syrup, palm sugar, any type of sugar, fructose, dextrose. Um, none of that's good. And the two things that I'm <laughs> hate to tell you folks is one, get rid of the coffee creamer. Um, oh, yeah, co coffee creamer. It's a dairy product, but it's on the shelf, not refrigerated. So that's to tell you right there that it probably shouldn't go in your body. Number two, unfortunately, pickles and pickle relish. The way you pickle things is with salt and sugar and water. But come on, dill pickles aren't horrible, but yeah, you don't want like the buttered pickles and right know. then again you know it's as we will show you talk about in our next um, episode about the art of label reading in stores there's a wide variety of pickles that are just completely soaked in sugar and others that are just really done clean mm -hmm. with just a little bit of really good salt yeah there you go yeah 
All right. So where are we now, chef? Well, so let's go over to our pantry. And this is this is one of the biggest traps. And I say traps because these are things that you get for somebody else, you get for your kids, you get for your grandkids, but they're sabotaged because they're open. They're sitting right there in front of you. And you say, well, I'm going to go and eat these before they go bad because grandkids might not come back for another couple of months. <laughs> um and these are things, cookies, crackers, even if it says whole wheat crackers, it just cookies, crackers, uh, anything canned except for maybe beans, uh, canned beans, canned tuna, canned chicken are all good. But the sugary things, Pop-Tarts, cookies, candy, uh, chips, all needs to go away. instant anything. Our pantry is a storage closet, and it's pretty much when you're married to a chef, it's got all his tools and gadgets and processors and blades and this and that. And so, you know, but I know in a perfect world, that is not where we all are, but you shouldn't have your, if your pantry is stocked with a bunch of junk, then you're not doing you or your family any service by that. So. And by family, that is absolutely correct because, you know, not only are we trying to look out for ourselves, but we're trying to look out for our family. Yeah. Uh, as much as a lot of us love Asian food, Chinese, Filipino, Thai, love, Japanese, love love I it. would say 90% of the things in your pantry that are dubbed under that um, culinary uh, is full of sugar, full of corn syrup. I was kind of amazed at that when we were trying to kind of make some healthy Thai dishes and Japanese dishes and I grew up because I went to Japan for three months on those Japanese pickles come to find out they're like full of corn, corn syrup. syrup and I was just shocked by that so yeah so we need to kind of go ahead right so but there's good news yeah so even America's favorite condiment um sriracha uh -huh. uh, oh, third yeah. ingredient is sugar yeah I know but there are plenty of Asian hot sauces regular hot sauces, and we like to use uh, Bragg's Liquid Amino and Coconut Aminos. Yeah. You're not missing any of the flavor, but you are getting rid of the gluten and you're getting rid of sugar. Mm -hmm. um, but Bragg's Liquid Aminos is just like soy sauce. Yes, and actually, if you guys like and share this, this podcast, um, we will send you our um, rubs and marinades book that, that sauces, Andrew, dressings and marinades. Yeah. Chef Andrew put this together. It's a great little tool. It can help you come up with some nice dressings and rubs and stuff. Spice blends. And spice blends. It's going to make life so much easier. So, so let's yeah. talk food wise. So what's in our pantry? Let's say let's for, we're going to set, set somebody up with a good, healthy pantry. Uh, raw nuts, raw nuts, unsalted, unroasted, unflavored, um, and that might sound a little bit boring, but with this book, if you have a, a seasoning, toss them in a little bit of olive oil in one of these seasonings. You can have some Persian flavors, some Mexican flavors. Some Nutritionist, nutritional yeast flakes we use a lot. But nuts, sometimes we do our own trail mix. We take like cashews and pumpkin seeds and walnuts and coconut flakes, and we go make our own trail mix so there's lots of different things you can do right so oils olive oil avocado oil coconut oil yes yeah, so um, what kind of olive oil i i always get confused by that cold pressed or this and that pressed or you know it's if you're in the fine art of olive oils there are differences and a lot of it comes from the polyphenols which is what you get out of the olive pit mm -hmm. and so you'll get an olive oil that's really spicy yeah it's a high it's higher in polyphenols 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, there are different olive oils, kind of like wines. There's some that are heavier, some that are lighter, some are more citrusy. But if that's where you're at in olive oils, then the grocery store is probably not where you need to be. There are such specialty food stores that just uh, focus on olive oils and vinegars. That's the place to, to find those things. So in the grocery store, is there a difference in the price of olive oil for what you get? Yes and no. Well, the new studies have been coming out about how, yes, it is very important where you get your olive oils from. So. Absolutely. But but is the cheap olive oil bad? Well, it's not good, but it's not horrible. Is the expensive olive oil that much better? Yes, but unless you're eating it just straight with us, drinking it straight with a spoon, yeah. there's not really a whole lot of difference. That's probably another podcast we'll focus on at some other time, but... Let's move into nut butters because, oh my Great gosh. snack food. And you can take any nut and turn it into a butter, either yourself or even at the grocery store. They have those cool little nut butter machines. You put your nuts in, it turns it into butter. But if you actually go and look at the, um, the aisle where the cashew butter and peanuts and everything else, the peanut butter is, if you pulled one of those bottles, most of them are made with sugar, even... So this is interesting. There's two central market brands of organic peanut butter. One has a blue label and one has a red label. And if you pull one of the labels, it's going to say peanuts, uh, roasted peanuts and sugar. And then you pull the other one and it just says roasted peanuts. So make sure you read the label and that there's no added sugar because you really don't need sugar in your nut butters. No. And so how we make ours is how some really good natural ones are made is nuts and seeds are roasted, put in a food processor, pureed with maybe a little bit of walnut oil. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want a sweetener, we kind of use warm honey uh, to, to tie ours together, but you don't have to, but Jay's right. So, you know, you could do a sesame oil. If you're doing sesame seeds and cashews, you could do a, um, uh, well, I'll say the ones not to use grapeseed oil. We're not yeah, using we like cano- canola oil. We're not using, <laughs> right. um, but, but find yourself a, a good oil, almond oil, walnut oil, sure. um, any kind of nut oil, mm-hmm. uh, in your nut butter. Right. Um, anyway, but the butter makes its own oil. So you don't exactly. Even and, and, and we had talked about that, about when you, when you roast them, uh, for the, the, you know, we're losing some of the essential oils, but if you're making a nut butter, you're actually putting them right back in. Right, right. So. All right, what else, Chef? Well, applesauce. <laughs> Always makes you think of pork chops and, and applesauce. applesauce. All right, so applesauces, they have the unsweetened applesauces. But... It's just, it's another great, quick, healthy grab-and-go snack. And, and we also, we've talked a lot about grains and raw beans. And this is, if you're just, you know, uh, if, if, if you're, if you're not, uh, as excited about cooking, then you can get quinoa salads and you can get bulgur wheat salads like tabbouleh. Um, all these are perfectly fine because if you buy them in your deli section, they make them on site. Um, and so there's no preservatives, mm-hmm. uh, but they're also, they're, they're, they're full of a good protein source, usually herbs, oils, vinegars, and good stuff like that. Yeah. So speaking of vinegars, let's move on to vinegars. What, so... You know, we use Bragg's apple cider vinegar. It looks like the apple's floating in the bottle. It's very important. It's good to make salad dressings out of. We actually have some healthy salad dressing recipes. But let's talk about vinegar. Well, so you're what right. What can you use vinegar? Bragg's for, apple chef? cider vinegar 
we use a lot of vinegars. Vinegars add flavor. They add tang. They add uh, different from red wine vinegar to uh, rice vinegar to uh, champagne vinegar to sherry vinegar to exactly what you're talking about. So the one that we're talking about. Well, taking a step back, can't you use vinegar? You use it in your meats a lot to tenderize. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. acid, acid breaks down muscle tissue. Yeah. So I just being married to a chef, I'm <laughs> not. So um, you can use it to tenderize your meats. You can use it to make salad dressings. You can use it to in your house. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, but it also, it, you know, and, uh, a lot of people, especially in the South, put a little bit of vinegar in their beans. Right. It just, um, it gives, gives it that just flavor that it's like, what is that? But yeah. it just almost acts the same as lemon juice. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but back to what, what Kay was talking about. Uh, if you'll look up probably, probably the 10 healthiest things that you could ever have in your kitchen, put in your body, Bragg's apple cider vinegar is one of them. And Bragg's is a brand, and there are other brands out there. As long as it has what's called the mother. So the mother, it looks like there's a piece of jelly floating in your uh, apple cider vinegar. But that is the... Apple. It's actually the apple. That, that, that is the, the culture. Um, it's not pasteurized. It's just it's the actual... Just clean source of the apple cider vinegar. Right. So is there a difference between like the, the 79 cent apple cider vinegar and the $5 apple cider vinegar? Yeah, Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So. Okay. So what else? We, well, we're taking out of the pantry chips and. Um, right. Again, 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 we're getting into when in doubt, read the labels. I mean, I've just, the things that I've seen in pantries from canned chip beef to dried fruits to pancake mixes that somebody got in a Christmas box or <laughs> we get <laughs> no every yeah, yeah that's what we do yeah exactly <laughs> uh and so just go go through your pantry and just read your labels and like I said uh maltodextrin fructose dextrose guar gum carrageenan um there's lists out there online that tell you if 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 your ingredient list includes this word, get rid of it immediately. And right. and most of it's sugar. Sugar is the number one preservative in the world. Yeah. Okay. So what are we moving on to, Chef? Well, so so this is kind of the second part of the pantry. This is, okay, I've got my salmon and I've got my vegetables and I'm not a cook. And now what do I do with it? So at this point, your uh, the book, the virtual book that we're going to send you, Sauces, uh, Dressings, and Marinades. is If you... If share you and share like. and like. Um, so, you know, let's start with this simple thing, salt and pepper. Okay. There is a huge difference in the different salts and peppers that you can get. So let's start with salt. Kosher salt is actually steamed. And when kosher salt is steamed, it loses all of its nutrient value. So we are, you know, if you'll notice now, there's a growing section in the grocery stores of sea salt and Himalayan pink salt yeah. now, because I'll tell you what, folks, the grocery stores are catching on and that they're really expanding their sections of uncured meats. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's uncured hot dogs, uncured prosciutto, uncured salami, uh, bacon. bacon. Um, so they're getting on board. So mm -hmm. anyway, so when it comes to salt, go with Himalayan pink salt or sea salt. Yes. You almost can't not anymore. So can you... Quickly tell us the difference between um, the kosher salt and um, like pink salt. From what I've heard is that the kosher salt just means that there's a rabbi and there is a uh, in the factory. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes, but it has nothing to do with how the salt is prepared. Okay. Um, so, like I said, the salt is is steamed. 
Um, and it's kind of twofold. It's steam to clean it, but it also, when it steams, it loses all it, uh, steam to get rid of impurities, but it also loses all of its nutrient content. Okay. Good to know. All right. So what else? What other spices? Pepper. Wait, wait, wait. When we're going to use pepper, do yourself a favor. Buy a pepper grinder and get whole peppercorns. Okay. Uh, because once the pepper's cracked and the oil's released, then you're basically using pepper-flavored sawdust. Okay. Same thing with yeah. a lot of your herbs and spices. I'm going to go down some here in a minute, or right now. Paprika, cayenne, cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg, cloves, cumin, chili powder, coriander, dried herbs like thyme, oregano, basil, parsley, dill. Um, a lot of these... Does the, does the brand matter? Yes, it does. If you're going to buy the 79 cent or the dollar store one, then you might as well be buying cinnamon flavored sawdust. Uh, but but if, if you're a little bit ambitious, buy your herbs and your spices whole, grind them yourself on a microplane or toast Fresh them and, best. or toast them and put them in a coffee bean grinder. Yeah which we in the industry call a spice grinder, but it's really called a coffee bean grinder. Well, our next podcast where we're going to talk about the equipment you need, we talked about the uh, little bullets and stuff you can use. So we'll be talking about that. But yeah, yeah, you're right. So fresh herbs are best, like the rosemary and dill and basil and all that. But if you're going to buy the um, the freeze-dried herbs, the dried herbs, the dried herbs right. which brand should people get? Because... I do think it matters as far as to make sure there's no MSG or any other. So, so the, the, the herbs, honestly, almost doesn't matter if it's just dried herbs, but what I'm going to tell everybody is try to stay away from spice blends, spice blends, like this blend and lemon pepper and this, you know, so-and-so blend. Mm -hmm. If you read all the ingredients, as you get down to the bottom, you're going to see things like sugar Natural and, flavors, which a lot of times means MSG. Right. So <laughs> just so everybody knows, natural flavors doesn't mean it's a flavor that occurs naturally. It's a it's it's a flavor that doesn't occur in nature. It just tastes like what it would taste like if you tasted it naturally. Such a gimmick, right? Well, it's, I mean, you know, you and I know the buzzwords, light, low fat, non-GMO, gluten-free. Right. So yeah, so, so there's a thing online that talks about What's the one thing that's that's non-GMO, gluten-free? You know, there's about 12 different things about all the buzzwords, and the answer is a bottle of water. <laughs> it's about the only thing out there that has no preservatives, no additives. That's so. funny. That's funny. Okay, let's move on because we're kind of trying to wrap up our time here. So, right. um, so. so let's just do a recap. Uh, real quick about um, so this this podcast is about your pantry, your refrigerator, your freezer. If you tune in next time, we're going to be talking about what's our next topic. The tools, um, the tools to for success. Okay, tools for success. Everything you should have in your kitchen. So you know, tune into that. You guys, please reach out to us. You know, info like, at kspears.com. Like, share, if you want to send us an, uh, an email, yes, info at kspears, that's K-A-Y-S-P-E-A-R-S.com. Ask us lots of questions about should I keep it or throw it out. Yes, and then also if you go to our website, www.kspears.com, there is a tab on the website which is Nutritious Meats Delicious. We've done lots of YouTubes. We've got recipes 
all kinds of stuff. So utilize that website because it is there for you, okay? We also do virtual consultations. And um, cooking demos. And cooking demos. And we have some videos coming up. So we have lots of tools for you to access because we want to be here for you. So, um, you know, make sure you, you are definitely reaching out to us. So anything else, Chef? Nope. All right. Cheers. So, till next time. So here's from Kay, the nutritionist. I'm nutritious. I'm Chef Andrew, and I'm delicious. All right. Woohoo.